2: Well, good afternoon and welcome to the show today. I'm so thankful that you are joining me. And I have a very special guest today with me. He is a longtime friend of mine. And I have seen him actually kind of grow up in front of me. And he has become a pretty amazing young man. And so he has started a company. And we're going to tell you some about that. But I want to make sure that you know you can see, listen to all these shows on, on many of the different podcast servers. So if you can't find them, you can also text me or you can also go to my website and we'll let you know where the shows are. Okay? And so I'm really excited today. This is Aaron Nip, And he has written a book about his life's journey going from 300 pounds and losing over 140. And now he helps people lose weight when nothing else works. He has a book that he has put out, and I'm really excited about that. He's an app, and it's an all-inclusive mentorship, so you'll be able to get guidance no matter what your budget or your starting place is. <clears throat> so you can learn more by visiting, and we're gonna give you this website a couple of times. It's the Cico, it's the C-I-C-O company dot com. And so I want to make sure that you take advantage of this because we know that in our world today, especially as Americans, we really struggle with food and calories and intake and weight loss and weight gain. And, and it just really is one of the biggest problems that Americans have. And it really plagues us. And it causes us lots of stress. You know, we're either not skinny enough, or we're too skinny, or we're overweight, or we're not mus you know, we don't have enough muscle tone, whatever it is, we are very concerned about our appearance. And so I'm always excited when I can really bring someone, a real live body to you that has really overcome this and really figured this out and actually turned something that was really troubling him and very frustrating into something awesome and amazing. So he went from a really bad thing and turned it into a really good thing. So this is Aaron Nipp, and I want to introduce you to him. So Aaron, thank you for joining me today.
3: Yeah. Oh my goodness. I feel like this is such a long time coming. But I, I think really, so too. Yeah. I really appreciate you or be, er, us being here together and
2: yes. Excited for today's show. Yes. I'm excited too. So what? What kind of is the is maybe the biggest takeaway you want for people to have today?
3: You know, I feel like, and it's funny because I was just talking about this the other day, but uh, I feel like over and over on social media and just friend groups and just really outside in the like real world i guess everyone will do everything in their power to lose weight or to get in shape or to build muscle whatever except for like the basic stuff and what's funny is like it's not necessarily as sexy and it's not necessarily as exciting but like it's the most consistent thing and ironically it's the easiest thing you could do uh, so it is not that complicated, um, you know. That's what I'm here for. So if oh, you take I love anything it.
2: Out, I love not it. that complicated. So tell it, tell us about your, you know, just a little bit about your journey.
3: Yeah. So, uh, like you said before, like we've known each other for for a long, long time now. You definitely watched me grow up, and so you watched me gain the 320 pounds, and then obviously lose the 140 on here too. So background on me. From Phoenix, Arizona, uh, born and raised, I was overweight my entire life. So, like, you look at baby pictures, you'd be like, that's a fat baby, right? (laughs) You'd go into, like, junior high and high school, like, that's an obese kid. Like, he needs to get his stuff together, right? Uh, And then, obviously, at my top, uh, around my freshman year, sophomore year in college, uh, 2012, uh, I was 320 pounds. And I say 320. I had lost weight for, like, two weeks before I was, like, brave enough to weigh myself. So I was probably closer to, like... 330. I don't know if I ever told you that. No,
2: you didn't. Yeah. So
3: I say 320 because I know for a fact I saw that on the scale. It probably was a little higher. Um, In my book specifically, I mentioned like I had tried to lose weight like something like 27 different times. Uh, and when I say that, some people are like, oh, well, like you Googled it or tried like Jenny Craig. Oh, I'm not supposed to say different. <laughs> okay, Miscellaneous <laughs> diets, right? right <laughs> not right. anything specific. Right. Um, and the reality is it's wild because I not only like would like go find these diets, but I would hire like a trainer and I would hire a nutritionist. So I had tried like 27 different times to lose weight with like trained professionals. Nothing worked. Something clicked, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit on the show, more in the book and you know, on the app and website and stuff. But um, I, f- I finally figured it out. I end up creating uh, a weight loss system that works for me. It's worked for every single one of my clients as well. Um, and then obviously, I mean, I lost the weight. So Well, and I clicked. think it's
2: really important for people to really understand that weight loss and all of the you know physical things that we are so upset about when it comes to our well-being is is really recognizing that this kind of a problem is not about intelligence because you are highly intelligent. Well, you. <laughs> you are, yeah. and you know you are. And so it's not like, you know, wow, this is just so complicated, I can't figure it out. So I think it's going to be really helpful to tell people, you know, what, what, what was some of the core stuff that you worked on?
3: Yeah. So everything that I do, obviously there's levels to things, right? So like you when you're creating a budget for example like you don't just go and like create the most extensive excel spreadsheet of all time like you start with the basics and then you go from there level two level three so forth so the book is what i would consider like my level one this is intro to everything that i did it tells my story it tells how i lost the weight it shows my experiences a lot of mental health stuff as well and then also gives you a full print br- blue i'm sorry blueprint <laughs> of everything that i did so that way you can copy it too um, from there, obviously, the app and the level two mentorship is going to be you know the next levels to that, but you know but you-, you said
2: something interesting a little a couple of minutes ago when you said it 's not that sexy
3: yeah. and see
2: that I think is super important for people to recognize that. Sometimes, you know, everything keeps coming out and we're selling stuff and we're, you know, advertising stuff. And we're like, yeah, you got to do this. And everybody gets all psyched up about it. And what you kind of went through, I saw you go through this whole process. Yeah. And you landed on the most boring thing possible. Okay. Yeah. And you figured it out and you thought, okay, you know what? This is a lifestyle I can do.
3: Oh, absolutely. And
2: that is is the key. It isn't about just losing the weight. It's the changing of your attitude, really seeing your body differently, you know, and recognizing that, wow, I, I can accomplish this and I can take good care of me.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny you say that, too, because uh, I'm not allowed to go, like, into specific teams and specific <laughs> franchises here. Uh, but there is a certain sports team with a certain coach where they're kind of asking him, like, his success because he took over and he was, like, oh, just a crazy new success and they haven't been able to do it before. And they're like, well, how do you do it? All this stuff. Like, you must have just hired the most expensive people and it's something you know that we don't. And uh, they got to the point where there was kind of two points that he made and he was like, one, like... Your habits that you do every day, even though that they're not necessarily that fun or they're kind of mundane, like those are going to be the results that you have later on, you know. And then the other big thing that I was.
2: Those are the revealers.
3: Oh, exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. And the way
3: he specifically put it is and I'm sure this is kind of what gives it away. But he was like the score takes care of itself. So when you're going into the game, like it almost, I mean, obviously someone's going to catch me on this. but like <laughs> okay. The score matters. But, mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain point, there's only so much you could do. Like all the things you did to prepare and all the mm-hmm. things that are your daily habits and your daily routines and all the knowledge that you put in, the effort you put in every day. It's super mundane. But that's why the score takes care of itself.
2: Right. Right. I love that. Well, and think of it. You know, talk to people also about how much mental activity this kind of stuff you know, takes because we start trying to think of so many ways to do it a different way
3: yeah. than the
2: way that we actually need to do.
3: Yeah. So that's a really good point. And it's something that, you know, it's funny because I don't think about it all that often anymore. But when I first started, oh, my gosh, <laughs> just super mentally draining. And you're doing all the research yourself, or at least I was in this, in this case. And so you're overwhelmed. You're like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then what's really easy is when you get overwhelmed, the easiest thing in the world is to do nothing.
2: And eat. Oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> especially if you're, like, already dispositioned exactly, to do that, right? Exactly, yes. So, you know, people – I need
2: some kind of comfort somewhere. Yeah. I need something to give me some energy. Yes, yeah, something. <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh, like
3: I'm having the worst day ever. But, like, right. that sounds good, right? Um, and so, you know, it's one of those things.
2: When it's No, it's really important for you to keep going about how, you know, people need to know the the, the courage that you had and the pacing that you did. Because, see, that was different, all right? You, you like, you, what I know of you, you liked to do things really fast because you can think really fast. And so you think that you can move as fast as you think. And this took time.
3: Absolutely. So going back to something you said earlier where, you know, it's one of those things that like you can get super overwhelmed with everything. Yes. And like I'm going to really take it back like high level here just so that way like we're all on the same page. Uh, but you can get so overwhelmed and then what happens is there's multiple ways that you can do pretty much anything, right? I mean you could take different roads to get to different places the same way like you could lose weight a million different times. There's obviously like the most I'd – the ideal scenario and then there's like the second best option third best option whatever Uh, and so a lot of people like they'll see like these fad diets and I won't name any of them to be specific but they'll see these fad diets and they're like okay I'm gonna do that I see you know so and so in accounting is doing that they drop 20 pounds like oh my gosh I want to drop 20 pounds in two weeks you know and what happens with some of these fad diets, it's one, I mean, you're jumping through loopholes because jumping through loopholes is stimulating and it's exciting and you feel like you're doing something real.
2: Right. But the reality
3: yeah. is like if you have the weight that you need to lose and you're, you've tried other things and it's not working or maybe you lose the weight and you gain it back, it's because you're jumping through loopholes longer, like for more time than you're actually losing weight, right? Exactly. So it feels good and you feel excited because you feel like you're accomplishing something. But ironically, like... You're tricking yourself into productivity. If that well, makes sense.
2: and it's also it's not um, it, it's not going to last. No, you can't keep doing it. <clears throat> so we're coming up on a break. So I'm really appreciate you being here today. This is very exciting, and I want people to be able to take advantage of your book as well and the programs that you have developed and have much success with many clients on really being able to just do. Hey, this just works. It's not super sexy. It's not super exciting. But it actually works and it becomes a bedrock issue habit for people, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to every day start a new program, this is one of these things where, you know, we all brush our teeth every day, right? It's not, it's not exciting. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Absolutely. This is Cynthia I with Conversations with Cynthia. Join me in the next segment as we talk more with Aaron Nipp about the book that he has written as his Journey to Weight Loss. Welcome back. You're listening to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host. Make sure you check out the website at CynthiaHyatt.com, as well as all the other social media that we have available for you. And I'm very excited today to have a good friend of mine, Aaron Nipp, on the show. He has really um, done some great work when it came to losing weight and figuring out how to do it, do it in a healthy manner, and actually have it become a lifestyle. And this is one of the most difficult things that Americans have is doing anything in moderation. And so we always want to find a way around something and find the shortcut. And unfortunately, that doesn't, that doesn't really ever work. And so it takes a lot of stress, takes a lot of strain, takes a lot of effort, and we don't have anything to show for it. So Aaron, tell us again about the name of the book, okay, so that people can find you and how to find you.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for having me on, by the way. absolutely. So my book is called Calories In, Calories Out. You can find it online on Amazon primarily, but it's also Target, Walmart, and Barnes & Noble sell it online as well. Um, Amazon just frontlines it a little better, so start there. Uh, (laughs) And then I do have a website as well. It's going to be com, and that's C-I-C-O. For everyone out there, Calories In, Calories Out, the acronym is SECO, so that's where we get that. Uh, and then pretty much every social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the Seco company. So
2: Awesome. And do you have before and after pictures?
3: I do. That's, yeah, on ama- all those platforms. See, that's I do. amazing. It's yeah. amazing.
2: <laughs> so, you know, we were talking a little bit off air when I was talking to you about men and that men losing weight is a little different than women because women, it just kind of comes with the breed. Okay. We're, <laughs> al- we're always thinking we need to lose weight, okay? Yeah. And so we're always kind of freaking out about it at some level, and we're not, never really happy with our body. And so for men, you know, this is not something that they usually want to profess, right? Oh, yeah. They just want to take care of it and get it done and, and not have to tell anybody that they actually had a need or maybe had a problem that they might need help with, yeah. right? Oh, <laughs> so,
3: absolutely.
2: So how do you address that with men?
3: So uh, first off, we have never talked about this. I have a story for you real quick <laughs> okay, good. Uh, that goes off I love this stories. So again, uh, you know, I tried losing weight 27 different times and especially being a guy like there's the ego in there. And so I'm like, OK, I want to lose weight. And this is like flash forward. This is when I lost the 140 pounds. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, but I remember going like, OK, I need to start this. And I was Googling forever. And I finally figured out like kind of like the, where I started losing weight it wasn't the right way. F- I mean. Just to be blunt with you, but at least I was starting right? right, and so I didn't tell anyone for like three weeks, and so I would disappear. I was in college at the time, and so I lived with other guys mm-hmm. and like in the dorms and stuff. And they'd be like, "Where do you go?" Like for like three <laughs> hours every day, and like I, I think I just told them like, "Oh, I'm just going to class, or I'm going to hang out with friends, or I don't know." In reality, I literally went to the gym and I was just on the treadmill. More or less wasting my time, but like I was on the treadmill just because that's what I thought I should be doing. And I didn't tell anyone that I was losing weight for at least three weeks. And I think I had lost, you know, 20 pounds by then. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're 320, 20 pounds like, is not like as big a deal as it sounds. But <laughs> you know, but I was super proud of myself. And I'm like, oh, OK, I could stay pretty consistent here. Um, so it's funny that you mentioned this because I don't know what it is, but it's just like almost – Well, the, you like, know,
2: men just think they have to be on top of everything. And they're oh, not yeah. supposed to need any help. And they're not supposed to need any direction. They're supposed to be helping everybody else. Yeah.
3: But you know what's funny about that is just like anything else, like how are you expected to know everything? Exactly. So like as a guy – and I trust me, I went through the same thing – like you – You could spend hours and hours and months and years on Google, and you could learn anything nowadays. Like, really, when you're reading books and when you're going through mentorship (laughs) programs or you're looking on apps or you hire some kind of mentor, whatever it might be, right? And this isn't just weight loss. This is anything, right? You're paying for the convenience. So, I mean, I'll fill your ego right here. If you're a guy listening (laughs) to this, you could figure it out. But – I mean, as a guy, like, I don't want to waste my time.
2: Right. You, know, you want to like get what? it done.
3: Yeah, because, you, like, you have your field you're in. Mm-hmm. And so for people that don't know me too well, like, my previous background was finance. And so, you know, that's why people have financial advisors. If you're an engineer or you're a doctor, you don't have time to go and sit there and learn everything about finances. So you're going to hire a financial advisor. You're going to have an accountant. And there's no shame in that because – you got your own profession. You have your own expertise. Right. It's the same thing with weight loss and its health in general. You know, there is no way because, I mean, don't get me started with, like, our schools don't teach us this, right? Right. Uh, but there's just no way you would have the time to learn all this. I mean, this is what I've done primarily for almost 10 years now. And, like, <laughs> it took 10 years. Well, and you then know?
2: now it's become like a profession. Oh, yeah. Because you've spent that much time going through that many different ways.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yes. 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 So yeah that's what I would say. So if you're out there and you're what like you need oh, an
2: man. expert. That's the brilliant smart thing to do. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. Hire an expert.
3: They're, yeah, no shame. You're saving yourself time.
2: Right, right. So that you can be, you know, who you, the best version of you. You can go out and take on your life instead of having to feel like you've got a hindrance. Oh, that's exactly. getting in the way of your life.
3: even to put that, I mean, more bluntly and probably not as eloquently as you're able to put it, (laughs) but like in my head, I'm like, okay. And this is exactly how I started out. I didn't have a coach until like year eight because I was like, oh, I could do it myself. There's the ego, right? Uh, And so I'm like, well, I'll just do it all myself and I'll be a man about it, quote unquote, right? And I'll learn all myself. And it took me like two, three years to lose that weight. But I'm telling you, it would have taken me like half the time if I would have just gotten a mentor.
2: Yes, yes.
3: And so like it depends like if you're <laughs> like hey you know what like cuz to be fair not everyone can afford to hire a mentor so there's right. no shame right. in that whatsoever but like if you have the money do you want to lose weight now or do you want to mess with it on your own a couple months and then hire a mentor inevitably because you don't have time and then go through it.
2: And the nice thing though is that all that you went through you've written in a book.
3: Oh yeah, easy. The Kindle version's like nine ninety <laughs> nine. <laughs> like you got to talk about the cheapest like right, textbook exactly. of all time. Yeah.
2: So they can really follow your story and then really do the way that you worked it out. Right now oh, they can yeah. also get a mentor. They can get a coach as well. Mm-hmm. But at least starting with that and reading it and saying, okay, this is just logic. Mm-hmm. This just makes sense. It's not pretty. It's not fun. It's not spectacular. It's kind of boring, and it works.
3: Absolutely. And it's a
2: foundational thing. And this is the hardest thing for us as humans. We want to do, you know, it's kind of like the cake that we just want to frost, but we don't really care about the cake. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just like, so the cake looks beautiful until you try to eat it. Oh, yeah. And so that's kind of how we live our lives many times as Americans, that we are so busy frosting the cake. That we don't even know if the, the cake is cooked or has the right ingredients in it. Yeah, but it looks good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we're coming up on another break. And I want to make sure that they know how to reach you, how to get a hold of you, what the name of the book is, all those things. So tell us that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to spend a little uh, time on this. but So we have the book. It's calories in, calories out. Amazon, nine ninety nine is the cheapest, like Kindle version, but you could do paperback. We are in some nutrition stores too, so if you happen to see it. We have the app, which is $5 a week. It's by invite only. So reach out on any social media on my website, thesecocompany.com And then on the app, on all the social medias, you'll see the level to mentorship as well. Uh, so check us out.
2: Oh, I love it. That's awesome. You know, and it's so funny to hear you say all that because that, I think that's why it's so important for men to understand that you rattled through all that information because you're very intelligent. But losing weight isn't an intelligence issue.
3: Oh, no, not at all. It's doing
2: a program that works for your body. Not for your mind, but for your body.
3: Absolutely. And
2: that's what we forget sometimes. We want it to, like, tickle our brain, right?
3: Well, yeah, you want it to be exciting. Yes. Because that's where motivation comes in. Right. There's a difference between motivation and willpower.
2: Yes, Yes, we should talk about that in the next segment.
3: There we go. I like that. There we go. <laughs> Motivation
2: and willpower. So tell us again how to get a hold of you. What's your website?
3: Yep, it's thesecocompany.com and again, seco comes from calories in calories out. It's just the acronym. I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok at the Company. and then my name's Aaron Nipp, K N I P P and I have like obviously my personal pages too you can reach out
2: on. Right. And you're here in Phoenix.
3: Here in Phoenix. Traveling a lot lately, but we are in Phoenix.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this is Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt. Join us in the next segment as we talk more with Aaron Nett. Good afternoon. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host, and you're listening to Conversations with Cynthia. Thank you for joining me today. Make sure that you check out the website at CynthiaHyatt.com and all the social media that we have for you. And if you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And we actually have in the studio... A very very good friend of mine and he has written a book and he has overcome some great obstacles and he is going to share even more about how he came about doing this and what the book is really about so Aaron let us know so uh, (laughs) based
3: on like the other segments on here you Mm -hmm. know I had grown up Phoenix Arizona still here we are traveling a little bit but my home is always gonna be Phoenix Um, and you know, I was always obese growing up, very a fat kid. I was a fat baby, fat in junior high, fat in high school, fat in college. Right. Uh, so you could look at any point in my life other than maybe like the seconds after being born. And I was, <laughs> I had, I had to wait to lose uh, summary on kind of what we talked about last time too, is, you know, I tried 27 different mm-hmm. times, probably mm-hmm. more than that, but that's the only ones I could tally up and be like, Oh, for sure. I did this 27 different times. And I have to shout out my parents real quick because I wasn't afford, I, I couldn't afford 27 different personal trainers when, I was in seventh grade, right? Uh, nutritionist, all these things, and it just never worked. I got to college, and it was actually December 12th, 2012. Uh, that's the exact date I started and I remember you know going in and being like okay like I need to figure something out cuz I just cannot do this forever and you know googled my own system I paid pretty much every dumb tax there is because I did it all the wrong ways at first but eventually we figured it out lost 140 pounds which is amazing and then just years of obviously doing this working on my own health and now obviously offering mentorships having the book all this good stuff like you aren't as you go you know, so mm-hmm. full disclosure: like, I am not a doctor, I am not a licensed nutritionist. Like, everything I do, based off like my experiences, it's not Bible; just my interpretation of the data, right? Uh, so we. Well,
2: but I also think it's important for people to recognize that the hardest part about making changes, especially like this, is that it's not usually very fun. No, And so a lot of the weight loss things try to make it really fun and exciting, like it's going to happen overnight and mm-hmm. you don't have to work that hard. And so some of what you kind of learned is that you finally landed on this just works because this is the mechanics of the body and 100%. this is just yep. what works.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. So for you guys that don't know this, my background is in finance. And so <laughs> finance is so similar to weight loss in yes. far parallel, like, mm-hmm. comparisons, right? Like, I don't even know the <laughs> word for it. but well,
2: finance is not fun either. No, it's But not... to you it is, not to me.
3: Well, yeah, but that's a whole nother thing. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> I was going to say, you know, when in finance, right, like, you could be tempted by, like, these random stocks or, like, if you're really into it, stock options or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not even here to call anything out, right? And so you'd be like, oh, man, like, I want to go up 20%, 30% in the next week. And then what happens is, like, you also have the risk to do 20 30%. Or down, you know, and so that exact equivalent, it's called yo-yo dieting. Well, I mean, I've done it binge eating like we a lot of people do it. Right. And so the other part of that, like going back to the finance uh, there, I don't want to say any specific names, but there is a very like wealthy guy that we all know, you know, and he mentions (laughs) that, you know, it is so easy to become a millionaire, but no one wants to do it slow.
2: Yes. You
3: know, and yes. so going back to the weight loss, like mm-hmm. you would not believe how easy it actually is. It's just the most boring, consistent thing <laughs> right. in mundane like you've ever right. done, you right. know, like it really is like they say, like. You should make your bed first thing in the morning. It is because Mm -hmm. those little things add up. Right. Just like 1% every day adds up to like 365 a year, like finance or weight loss. Right. You know, if you're 365% better in (laughs) health, like, oh, my gosh.
2: Oh, my goodness. But I think that's really important to recognize that instead of trying to get, you know, the entertainment factor from doing the diet, it's like how much this is going to give to me, how much more life it gives to me. Oh, and it yeah. gives you yourself back.
3: Oh, absolutely. And it's funny cuz like weight loss is directly I don't even want to say weight loss. Just overall health mm-hmm. relates directly to everything else in your life. I saw this post by, you know, just a buddy of mine coincidentally uh, the other day where he talks about he was like you if you in this scenario, if you lose weight, your confidence is going to go up.
2: Absolutely. Your
3: confidence goes up, you're going to be overall happier. Your confidence and your happiness goes up, plus you lost weight, your dating life's going to be better. You have all these things and you're in corporate have America. More options.
2: Oh, my God. Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're yes. the American dream. Yes. You know, and, but- you know, some of it people have to understand that the weight that Americans carry is a load on your brain. Oh, yeah. And so the reason that losing weight gives you a lot more energy, absolutely physically, but mentally you're not having to work around so many different things, getting into a car Going, you know, bumping into people, getting in and out of a chair. You know, there are so many different things that you have to do when versus thin people, their life physically is easier.
3: Oh, and well, I can tell you that, for yes. a fact. Yeah, I've been, lived both <laughs> <Yes>. lives. Absolutely <laughs> yes. it is.
2: And so it helps in that way as well. So not so much always just we should be taking care of who we are because we're valuable. But it does make our lives easier.
3: Oh, absolutely. So. And in that book, I talk about that a lot.
2: Okay, good. All right, this is Cynthia High with Conversations with Cynthia. Join us in the last segment as we talk more with Erin Nipp. I hear the in my good afternoon. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. You are listening to this, and I am Cynthia Hyatt, your host. So thank you for joining me today. I have a really special guest with me today, and you know that's unusual. I don't usually have guests, but this young man I've known for quite some time, and he just has a great story of overcoming and the way that he did it. And I saw him do it all through this these years, and so I know how legitimate it is, and I'm very proud of him for it. And this idea of Americans and their... Their quest for skinny, <laughs> you know, and it is not skinny. It's it's built. It's like svelte. It's like no body fat, and you know, and and you know, I I get it. I you know, you know, a lot of my story. I had an eating disorder when I was in in college, and and a little few years after that. And so I know what the body image deal is here in America. And so. This is really important to hear a lot of what he has figured out, so that you don't have to necessarily take ten years to figure it all out. So, we've talked about his book, and again, tell him what it's called.
3: Yep, it's called Calories and Calories out.
2: Yes, which is exactly right. I mean, it's like what we go back to in the you know we've always known this fundamentals. Yeah, and we try to we try to dress it up, and make it so it's kind of sexy and exciting and, and the exciting thing is the victory, right?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. yes.
2: so I'm really I'm really glad that we're talking about this because body image is a really big deal and not only that, self-control is a really big deal. Yeah. And so like you were saying in, in these different little segments we did there's a difference between willpower and motivation.
3: Huge difference.
2: And, and I think people just, they don't want the willpower piece. They just want it to work. Yeah. And, they, and it's hard to think that, you know, anything of value requires time and work. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't put time and work into something, what value is it? You didn't do anything to get it. It's not even yours practically. It's a gift I guess they gave you. So how much do you value it? So this is where I think it's super important for people to recognize the valuing of your own life and your own body. Because I I remind people we only get one body. This is it. Yeah. I don't get to go buy another one if it doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's so when I realize that I'm not going to be in anything other than this body until I die. And unfortunately, I kind of have a little compassion on my body because it doesn't get to go to heaven. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. this is its life, and this is all it gets. And it still works hard at serving us. <laughs> yeah, every
3: day. <laughs> every day. Yeah.
2: So tell us about this whole motivation and willpower and why that is such a very basic, fundamental thing for you.
3: Yeah. So I, I want to start out first. Like, motivation is awesome. Like, so I'm going to talk about the but difference. That's
2: why we're trying to motivate. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, I am
3: not against motivation. Like, those are the big pushes that you need. And I think God puts that in your life, like, for a reason, right? Yes. Like, a push is a push is a push. Like, that, that once the push is over, like, you either follow, you move forward, whatever. But then it's done. You right. know, and then you rely right. on willpower. Right. So I have a story for you. And this is kind of what my college life looked like, right, where – the difference between motivation and willpower, and tell me like if this is going to make sense in defining the two, right? Okay. And they're, I okay. guess their purposes too. Okay. So when I was in college, you know, I started losing weight in uh, 2012. I was roughly about nineteen, uh, 320 pounds. Tried 27 different times to lose weight, nothing worked, and so this was my like cycles of motivation and what it ended up looking like. So I would walk around, do my college thing, whatever, like go to classes, enjoy hanging out with my friends, doing, I mean, whatever. Right. Uh, And then something would happen that really is not that big a deal. But for whatever reason, I just took it personally. Either one, like I would be, you know, uh, these are just examples. Like I would walk up the stairs and I would get super winded or I'd be sitting in class and I was super sweaty because, again, like I am 140 pounds, 150 pounds (laughs) overweight. Like, And you're tall.
2: You're yeah. a big man, too. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: So, you know, you're just like exhausted from walking, tw- I mean, 20 yards from like, <laughs> class to class. And I'd be sitting there. And again, I'm from Phoenix and I went to school in Phoenix. So, like, it's 110 outside. So everyone else is normal. Like, college is college, right? So you're like, you want to look cool. And I just am sweating all the time, you know. And there's a million other things I could use in examples. But that's just the first one that came to head. Well, in so.
2: clothes. Finding clothes.
3: Oh yeah, And finding no, I,
2: ways to fit it. And you don't want things to be too tight because it shows too much. And then it's like – so you're always having to overthink things.
3: Yeah. Well, and I was – so tidbit for you guys. So I started college right when like Instagram came out. Oh. And so that's when like <laughs> yes. everyone's posting like all their stuff of mm-hmm. like, OK, this is what they're wearing. This is the fashion now, whatever. I don't care who you are and what connections you have. Like it is so hard to find like a double or triple XL in anything you see on Instagram. Yeah, like you're just not going to do it. And if you do find it, like Mm -hmm. it was a stretch, they're going to charge you more and Mm -hmm. it's going to shrink as soon as you put it in the wash because like if you're already thin, who cares if it shrinks more? Right, right, right. So so, no, for sure. Like that's a huge one that I haven't thought about in a while. But yeah, that was a struggle. Uh, And so something like that would happen where it would set me off and like, why am I even doing this to myself? You know, and I'd get like borderline depressed about it. I'd be like, I just need to lose weight. And you get all this motivation, like, oh my gosh, like, I need to get my life together. Right. And so it's this big push. And so, if you know, this is what my life looked like, right. So I would get on Google and I would try and find something, I'd get super overwhelmed. And so, what would end up happening? I didn't really know what to do because there's all these different diet. So I, there's an analogy I kind of use with some of my mentorship clients. And I talk about like you can find articles that say blueberries are good for you. You can find articles that say blueberries are bad for you. Right. Like so you really don't know unless like you do your own research for like years. honestly, And
2: get to know yourself.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Then, yeah. Thing. You have allergies. Mm-hmm. You have yes, personal preferences. Yes. Yeah. All these things. And so basically I'd get super overwhelmed like I know a lot of us do. And I would just starve myself. I would eat pretty much as little as possible. And so, uh, you know, I can't even say the specific brand names there. But, like, you know, I would just basically not eat. And then on top of not eating, you know, eating bare minimum so I could survive every day. But then I would also go to the gym for, like, three, four hours every day and just do anything to, like, keep me moving because I'm like, well, I'm just going to burn calories. You know, I'm just going to mm-hmm. do this until, like, pretty much either I die or I look good, you know. <laughs> and, like, it's funny because I did it all the wrong ways and I worked way harder than I probably even needed to because, like – there's an easier way to do it. Uh, but and I would do this for a while. Right. I'd go to the gym every day and I would spend hours just sweating on the treadmill, shooting hoops, whatever. I would eat almost nothing. And this can continue like if you're kind of motivated, maybe a couple days. But like if you're depressed, motivated. Oh, my gosh. I could do that for like a month.
2: But explain that because that's a really good point.
3: Yeah, so you're just in this space where you're like, I don't know what I need to do, but like you're, like you're it's that push, that motivation forward to like, I need to do something. And so I think sometimes people do this at work too, like where you could trick yourself into being busy all day so you feel like you were productive and right, in reality, like you right. weren't. You just had a busy day. Well,
2: and the depressed motivated is having motivation for the wrong reasons. It's like I don't feel good about myself. I don't like myself. I'm embarrassed or whatever it is. Yeah. And so I hate myself. So that, that ends up – with motivating you for all of the wrong reasons, it's not because of self care and and of value.
3: Yeah, well, you're just in a toxic cycle. Absolutely. And so, more my point to that though is like it's not sustainable, right? And so, like without willpower, like what would happen is like you do this for a couple of days, like at most a couple of months. Like, and I've done it for a couple of months, so don't get me wrong. Uh, and you start to lose weight, and like it's going to work if you starve yourself and you walk all day. Like, of course you're going to lose weight. It's not healthy, but you could do it. Uh, not sustainable. Yeah. Well, and you shouldn't do it even if it right. was sustainable. Right. <laughs> so right. don't, get, don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you get to the point where like you eventually like no one can live like that. So to your point, not sustainable. And so what happens if you've been starving yourself for a month and you've been working out all day doing just nothing but sweating and not eating for a month? Well, you're going to binge eat. Right? Absolutely. Like kind of like if you're sprinting for a long time, well, you
2: have to give yourself a, some kind of a kudos and gift or something.
3: Well, that and like your body is like quite literally <laughs> yes. like fighting for its life. Yes. And so like think about like this, like if any of you guys are runners or like I'm just not good at running, so I only have to run so far to experience this. But, <laughs> you know, if you're sprinting for a while and mm-hmm. it's getting harder to breathe, when you get to the point where you're finally done, like you're gasping for air. Do you need all that air at once? Like, no, but like you're just like dying for a breath or like in Phoenix, especially like when I was a little kid, you go through the tunnel, you yes. know, <laughs> <And so laughs> by the end of it, you're just like the deepest breath you've ever taken. And so you're going to do that with weight loss, too. Mm-hmm. And so if you're starving yourself, like you're going to eat like triple what you would have done every day for like three weeks right after. So
2: you're making up for all of the lost time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes.
3: And so basically you put yourself through hell for no reason. You lost weight and then you gain it all back.
2: And you and stress it, your body and mind out. Yeah.
3: And the, well, you know what happens after that? You feel good for like a week and then you're like, oh man, I just binged it for a while. Oh, now I'm depressed about it again. And so it starts all over. That's right. You know? And so I do – I want to circle back to saying like, you know what? I do think motivation is a good thing. And even like to a certain degree, I think God allows like even depressive, like toxic motivation sometimes. He
2: sometimes uses bad things to get us to a good place.
3: I'll tell you this. In my book, it talks about this. But that's why I lost weight. It was very – not for the right reasons. We found it (laughs) along the way. But like that push – happen for a reason, yes, right? Yes. And so, you know, you could do that for a while, but a push is designed to be a push to move you forward and then that's it. Right. And so, I mean, there's a ton of books about this and there's I'm sure you've heard it before, but like what you do every single day is who you are. Mm-hmm. And so your habits are going to be like a direct like lagging indicator of the results, right? And so, you it's know, It's a
2: direct reflection. Oh, exactly. Of your internal world, too. Yeah.
3: Yes. And so there's an old saying. that I don't even know where I heard it from. But basically, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so all that boring stuff like making your bed and brushing your teeth and making good food choices, and it goes up to, like, how you conduct yourself with people, you know, at work versus, like, you're going out to eat. Like, it's just all the same thing. Everything's relative. And so where willpower comes in is like, okay, like I know that like first off, I'm motivated, but like I need to have some kind of strategy and knowledge to get there. So what am I doing that's the most boring thing in the world? But it's consistent, you know, and that consistency is where that weight loss came
2: through. Yes, indeed. Yes. And so it's a restart every day because one of the things that helps, I know, and I know you've experienced this. If you think you have to do something that's uncomfortable for 100 days, you're going to stop at about 25. Oh, yeah, because so sucks. Yes. And so, <laughs> yeah. if you write, yeah. so if you kind of recognize that, okay, this is a habit I'm trying to create. Mm-hmm. So if I'm trying to create a habit, I'm not going to look for it to be fun necessarily.
3: No, it's, you're looking for it to be
2: consistent. And the goal is that, wow, if I do it for any length of time, it becomes natural. Yes. And that's the tough part is getting it to be natural where your brain has integrated it. Now it's a neural net and it does it kind of for you.
3: Yeah. So actually, quick thing on yes, that. Uh, yes. It's funny because I, so I flew in from this. I was in Colorado for a little bit and I flew in like for the show. And mm-hmm. so I was listening to an audiobook like while I was on the plane. And uh, I, so I cannot take credit for this whatsoever. And it's a really popular book. So like. Half the people are going to be like, oh, he took it from this, right? Uh, so, no, I definitely did. I can't say the name because they – you know, I just can't. But anyway. Unless you uh, want to
2: promote the book.
3: Well, but I don't have the licenses to. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't know them at all. I just enjoy their books. If you're listening to this, thank you. But anyway, so going off of like the consistency thing, like you're not going to see the like results right away. And so the analogy they use in there is like, imagine you're trying to melt like an ice cube and I'm sorry in advance, I'm probably butchering this, but I'm making it fit for the story, right? So you put an ice cube on the counter and like, if it was a normal, like 70 degree room, it would melt right away. But imagine it's like 25 degrees and you have the ice cube in the counter and it's 25 degrees in the room. It's not going to melt. And so every day or every hour, every minute, whatever you want to compare it to, like you're going to up the degrees 1%. And so you go 26 degrees, it's still not melting. 27 degrees, is still not melting. You do this for like however many minutes, however many hours, and you get to 31 degrees. You're like, well, I've been turning this thermostat up every hour, every minute for how long? And the ice cube's not melting. Well, you turn to 32, 33, well, then that's when the magic starts. Right? And so you can do this forever. And like, oh, not forever, but you can do this for right, multiple days right. and not see it. And then all of a sudden it clicks.
2: Yes, yes. I, and see, and that's part of the magic of our, of the way God made our brain, is that if we do it repetitively, it starts to be automatic. Yeah. But it's hard to get to that point. Yeah. So we're coming to the very end of the show, and I'm sad because it's really been great fun. Yeah. No, thank
3: you again for having <laughs> yes. me. And this
2: tell everybody awesome. how to get a hold of you and the book again.
3: So the best way to get a hold of me personally is gonna be through like Instagram and through TikTok. Like the company pages are The Seco Company. I do have a website, thesecocompany.com, and then the book is sold on Amazon primarily online, but it's also at Barnes & Noble, Target, and
2: Walmart all the called... well. And it's called
3: Calories In, Calories Out. I love it. Yep. Okay,
2: Aaron, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, this was thank great you. fun. It really was. And yeah, I hope, awesome. listeners, that that you really hear the heart of this and God and that you really take in what Aaron has done and be able to really have the life that God has designed for you to have. So God bless you this week. We'll see you next week and have a great rest of your week.
1: We hope this past hour has been encouraging, motivating and inspiring to you. The messages and teachings shared during the show are given as a way to reach you, the listener, with ideas and insights on how you may not only improve your life, but have more successful and meaningful relationships as you become the best version of you. Cynthia is available as a keynote speaker or guest speaker for your corporate or spiritual events. Cynthia is able to customize a message for any audience attending a meeting, retreat, or conference. In addition to this, she oftentimes partners her messages with music as she is a singer and musician. Please contact her through her website at CynthiaHyatt.com. If you missed any part of this program, you can download the most current show from her website at CynthiaHyatt.com or hear a replay on your favorite podcast server. Please take a moment to visit her Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt Incorporated and leave your ideas and comments about today's show now be your own best version